Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, and we will be revving the word today in our time together. It means you're going to be moving your body and really occupying the body in movement of some kind. And then the intention, the, the whole goal, the biggest expression here that we want to see happen is that your mind would be renewed, your heart would be strengthened, and your soul, which is where all your desires, good or bad, reside, <laughs> would get sorted out and come into agreement that God is good. He's in a good mood, that he is in charge, not in control. We get free will, but he is in charge and he will take everything and work it out towards end or towards good in the end. And if it's not good, it's not the end. So welcome to being a whole being made by a loving God for a great purpose. We're going to work that out today. Okay. I will be just doing an interval work. I'm sorry, not an interval, an endurance. So honestly, today, could I encourage you, if you start getting occupied with, I'm tired, my body hurts, how much longer, you actually, you did the wrong workout today. Go find an interval workout if that is what you're needing. But honestly, I would say this today again, should really just occupy the body so you can open your heart and open your mind to what you really need. And, and I don't know what you need. And honestly, I don't even think you know what you need. <laughs> Amen. But the spirit of God in you, if you believe in Christ, if you believe in the work of the cross, the Holy Spirit comes and lives in you. If you're not sure of that and you believe in Christ, say right now, Holy Spirit, come and live in me. Come and dwell in me. Okay, boom, done deal. That's all God's ever been about. He wants to get that personal, that close, that much up in your business because <laughs> he knows how to straighten the bent roads. He knows how to lift the valleys, lower the mountains. So while you are moving your body today, the whole goal is to hear from the spirit that can help you know. It's the helper to help you know how to get you towards that end goal of a whole free life where you are not weighed down by the things of this world. And actually anything that weighs down into you is there to increase you. So what I want you to do is to be able to have room for that today. So if it gets too, if you're working too hard, you won't have room. So would you please make that, that honestly, I think today's workout is going to, the Lord just shifted everything on me at the last minute. You're going to lose weight today. I guarantee it. You are going, if you are food addiction, if you, um, people addiction, you're addicted, you're cho you, you, you hang on to things that you know you shouldn't, that you feel weighed down. You're carrying things around. Guilt, fear, shame, guilt. Um, I said guilt twice. Uh, whatever it is, you, you feel uh, hopeless. It's, it's, a, it's a heaviness. We're going to lose that today, but honestly, I'm going after the jugular. I'm going for it. Will you go with me? I just spent time on my knees with the Lord and I'm like, I, listen, there's nothing I don't come to you with that God hasn't already squared away with me. <laughs> so I'm ready to work this out today with you. We're going to be looking at what is holding on to our hearts. Anyone in? Okay. This is a big boy, big girl podcast today. I would like to say thank you to our monthly partners. Thank you. Listen, 
you are the fullest expression. We know when you are partnering with us, we, matching your money. We know that I'm going to talk about that today. Possessions. They have a way of possessing us instead of us possessing them. So thank you for our monthly partners. You guys make this podcast possible. Truly. I cannot say that enough. I would not have the time, the energy, the ability to be here and do this if it wasn't for you. So thank you. It is changing lives. Read the reviews. Thank you. You left a review. This is surprising people and changing lives. The gospel is shaking the foundations of the earth and we're using our feet to do it. Thank you for how you make that possible. Um, as RevWell TV, as donors, monthly donors, you're RevWell TV partners with us. So thank you. Get back into those challenge groups. Listen to what those captains are saying. Do some of the workouts online at home. Um, we also have ongoing soul care back there as well. So thank you for, for doing that. All right, let's get going. Ready? Oh, hold on. I said that too soon. I got to cue up my, my music here. So you're just moving your feet. What's the weather like outside? Look around, pay attention. If you're inside, okay, look around. Don't get so stuck in your own stuff that you don't notice what's going on around you, okay? We want you to become people that are aware ready for every good work. All right, we'll start the playlist in three, two, one, play. So again, no, um, no have twos of intensity. You should be this level. No, just moving your feet. Happy hearts, try. It's okay, even if you don't feel like Elisa, I don't know. Just help me. Just get me out of. How about this? How many prayer? How many times have you said this prayer? Get me over myself. <laughs> I know. Listen, there's. It's good to be aware of your pain, of your hurt. Yes, please, please. But there comes a time when we go enough. It's enough. It's time to move. Yeah. So Lord, thank you. Everyone just say those two words. Thank you. He's good, he's kind, he's gracious, he's benevolent. He's extravagant. He's not stingy. So Lord, we come and bow. You're a good God. We want to climb up on your lap. And how about you take us for a walk? Put us on your back. Put us on your shoulders. Carry us in your arms. We'll just listen to your heartbeat. So Lord, I thank you that everyone who hears these words today is gonna be radically shifted, radically shifted to become the people, the gracious, generous, kind, hopeful people that is your kind, your kin, your family, your people. Confront the things in us, Lord, that are far too heavy for us to carry. Things that we actually hold on to that are holding us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Notice your breath. 
And notice if there's any pain in your body, any discomfort. Could you notice it? Again, walking. I don't. If something's hurting, pay attention to it right now because it's probably it's not that it's it's not that it's tired. It's weak. So I tell you right now, my left IT band. It's kind of the outer part of my left knee. It's just been flaring up. So I've been paying attention. Paying attention. Where's that coming from? Okay. Being kind. Rolling, foam rolling, anybody? <laughs> Which doesn't seem kind. If you ever roll, rolled your IT band on a foam roller, it doesn't feel kind. But it is what my body needs to release. Okay. Anyone ready to give it over to the Lord today? Enlarge your heart. You ready? All right, I'm going to read from scripture from Exodus 36. Oh, you know when you find a piece of scripture and you're like, I've never seen that before. And it just holds your heart. This scripture has held onto my heart in and out of seasons. Especially when my heart gets anxious about needs. And honestly, if you back up all your fears, your sadness, all your heaviness, it usually has something to do with needs or wants. Because he designed you as a vessel to be filled. So we're gonna put stuff in us, amen? We're gonna put things, thoughts, we're gonna fill ourselves with things. And we're meant fill ourselves with the glory of God. We're not trash cans or vessels. Things get poured in so we can pour out. That's why I don't get too comfortable. Everything's on loan. God pours it in so we can pour it out. We call calories in, calories out. Run light. Live light. So when I'm heavy, because I'm holding on to something, my rights, my fears, my hurt, whatever. Amen? Okay. And so I know. Come on. Anyone that's an emotional eater, doing things with food and exercise that you know isn't giving you more peace, more joy, because that's the mark of the kingdom, righteousness, peace, and joy, not eating and drinking, that's in Romans, maybe Hebrews, <laughs> it's in there somewhere. The kingdom isn't a matter of eating or drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy. This is going to be good. Alright. The context of this scripture is that Moses has been called 
with the people to build the tabernacle. Build the tabernacle. Remember, these are people who have been wandering in the desert. Oh. Day after day. Following a cloud by day, fire by night. Right? Like, nothing really set up. And now, God's like, all right, we need to give this place of people to worship. Build the tabernacle, Moses. And he instructs Moses, certain people that he is filled with the Holy Spirit, some craftsmen, to build it. I'll pick it up in verse 2. It says, And Moses called Bezalel and Aholiab and every craftsman in whose mind the Lord had put skill, everyone whose heart stirred him up to come to do the work. Love that. And they received from Moses all the contribution that the people of Israel had brought for doing the work of the sanctuary. They still kept bringing him free will offerings every morning. It's a little context. Back in Exodus 35, Moses says to the people, we're going to build a place for the Lord to dwell among us. Kind of a, a home for him, a resting place for him. Now, this is not the temple. The temple is a building. Tabernacle is like a tent, which I honestly, I see our, our bodies, our, ta our, our, ta our tabernacles. I know it says our body is the temple of the living God. Often I feel more like a tent than a temple. Anyone? <laughs> right? It's always changing. It's not as kind of a tent is more temporary and even Paul talks about it later in the New Testament about these bodies being jars of clay tents all right so every morning bringing him free will offerings the people are responding Moses says we're gonna build it we're gonna need your stuff I'm going to need your things. And remember, the minute we start talking about things, it should. It, it, it's not my first response to be like, yes, let me give away all my earthly safety. Come on. Listen, God's going to build one way or another. He doesn't need people. He knows how healthy it is for them to be tied or loosened up from the things that tie them down. Three things I'm going to hit on today. Pleasures of the flesh, possessions, and power. We've gone through instructor training as a Revelation Wellness instructor. This should hit a chord. Anytime you see a Revelation Wellness instructor, you guys, they have had, <laughs> they have had the, the stinking thinking kicked out of them. They've gotten whole. 
they've squared up with the world and said, okay, world, I'm gonna take back what you have stolen from me. What your lies and accusations, what you've done to try to destroy me, oh no, it's for my destiny. And they get freed up from living for pleasures of the flesh, for power, right? Wanting power or possessions. Not to say, listen, the Lord loves to give those things, but only if our heart is right. Otherwise, it'll kill us. It'll destroy us. We know this. Anyone who builds their life going after these things, still not happy. He's not a God who wants us to spin our wheels. He wants progress for his people. So every morning, the people are bringing. They're ready. Listen, they're in the desert. They got nothing to lose. That's why the desert is a holy place. The wilderness will work the world out of you. It's a reset. Oh, that's right. It really isn't about these things. Perspective happens in the wilderness and the people are ready. They're so ready to build this thing that they are saying, take it. Here's my fine linen, my purple yarn, my gold, my silver, all the things, really, the plunders that they took from the Egyptians that they said, oh, these are ours, that they could have like held onto a safety in the desert. They said, no, take it. Now listen to this. Verse four, so that all the craftsmen were doing every sort of task on the sanctuary came each from the task that he was doing. Listen, right now, I'm a craftsman. I build people. I build souls. And your soul is in that body of yours. And it's amazing. It's beautiful. And this is my craft. This is what I do. I move bodies. And I speak God's love and truth. And it builds people. I'm not interested in a big ministry. I'm interested in building big people, abundantly flowing rivers out of their heart. God is good. So all the craftsmen doing every sort of task on the sanctuary came, each from the task that he was doing, and said to Moses, get ready. This is my favorite. The people bring much more than enough for doing the work that the Lord has commanded us to do. So Moses gave command and word was proclaimed throughout the camp. Let no man or woman do anything more for the contribution of the sanctuary. What? Favorite line, ready? So the people were restrained from bringing. For the material they had was sufficient to do all the work and more. I'm just gonna let you sit with that in the Lord. 
more than sufficient. of somebody to say here more take it all take it all and if you need more you come on back I'll find something to give you I am ready for this glory of the Lord to be revealed come on what would need to happen tells you these people were ready for a home ready to put down some roots even if it was just a tabernacle let's build it let's build it to the glory of God the God who has fed us meat and water in this desert the God who has saved us let's build it let's see this thing that the glory of the Lord would be revealed and all flesh will see it. Alright, I need you to ask. Right now. Come on. What is restraining you from bringing? Because this is saying people, they were restrained from bringing all their goodness to the Lord. It was too much. What lie keeps you from bringing to the Lord? Whatever it is. Your fear. Your worry. Your unbelief. You're hurt. What's restraining you? Because if I'm going to be restrained, it's going to be by the Lord only. Say amen. If I'm going to be restrained, it is only going to be because the Lord says that's enough. That's enough for now. Can you imagine? I don't even know. Oh, so good, you guys. You're doing a great job. You got two more songs. Well, you got a few more. You're good. Because we're just going for a walk today. Think of this as a recovery workout. The people brought more than enough for doing the work that the Lord has commanded to do. So good. The people were restrained from bringing. This is a mark of a person who is ready. All of it. Let's go. Come on. What's holding you back? What is it? What is it? Free will offering. These are free will. This is where God wants to move us to where it's freely. 
we just freely give it over. The minute we feel the weight of it, the minute we get our heart rate changes, this is why I want to get you in touch with your body, that you can feel the anxiety, you can feel the anger, you can feel the stress, you can feel the very thing that diseases your heart in the soul space. Because if we find it at the inception, we can pull it out. Before it turns into a literal physical disease. Because it will. Come on. Just taking a proud walk right now. I want you proud, I want your head up. I want you empty of the things that hold you down, filled with the glory of God. Come on. What's restraining you from bringing? Bring it, bring it. You were meant to give it away. Give it away, it's not yours. Stop it. Jesus says, give me back my stuff. I died for that. Give it back. Don't make me hang in vain. Come on. Give it back. Give him your marriage. Give him your children. Give it to him. Listen, we got sticky fingers. We're born with closed fists. Notice, a baby is not born open-handed. The minute they leave that womb, they constrict back into that tight space, holding on, seeking comfort. But we mature in Christ. We all start as infants with clenched fists. Come on. Proudly recovering that God's got this. God is able. Everyone say that. God is able. Take it all. Take it all, God. And the people were restrained from bringing. God said, It's too good. You know the, the image of that? It's when you ever laugh at something so much that you told the person, please stop, stop it, stop. I can't breathe. It's too, give me a minute. Give me a second to catch up to this glory, right? I want that, I want that. Oh, come on. I want our Father's heart to be like that. He's like, it's, stop, it's too good. Give me a second to catch up to you in this kind of goodness. Come on. Listen. Jesus taken in the wilderness in Matthew 4. Wilderness, Jesus takes the same road out into the wilderness that the Israelites took out into the desert he goes to begin his ministry. His first ministry, overcome the devil and temptation. After, after baptismal, you're ready, go. And he is challenged by the enemy in three places. First, pleasures of the flesh. 
If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. You're hungry, right? You're hungry, right? The enemy will always pick out the obvious. Yes, I'm hungry. Okay, do this. The temptation for the pleasures of my flesh, Jesus shuts it down with the word that had already been spoken. Not a new word, with a word that had already been spoken. Second, he's tempted. He's tempted with, hey, come on up to this high place. Throw yourself down. Power. The enemy tempts him, says, if you're so powerful, you want power, right, Jesus? Well, throw yourself down, and then the angels will catch you concerning you. Tempts him to show himself, show himself powerful. Be powerful. Come on. Power. Jesus fights it with a word that had been spoken already. And then thirdly, Jesus is tempted with possessions, everyone. All these things. Look at all these riches. I'll give these to you. Right? All these things. And Jesus replies to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. You go now, and you serve only him and the rest of this song. Come on. All of it. Because one day when you see him, you're going to throw it all at his feet. You're going to say, I'm so sorry that I kept this for me. Come on. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I kept this for me. <laughs> He's that good. We got a couple more songs together. This moves us more into a cooling space. If you got your heart rate up in any way. amazing is that word right be gone Satan for it is written it is written first thing we need to know we fight the enemy with what has been said by God so be in your word get the word in you and the word today for you is that the people brought more than enough they kept bringing it in other words, listen, yes, possessions. We tend to go right to the money thing. Honestly, that's a loose end. I feel like the Lord goes, yeah, that's just a loose end. The money thing, 
because it, it has nothing to do about the money. It has to do with your heart. Why do you hold on to that money? Why do you want that power? Why are you more satisfied in a pleasure of the flesh than in me? Right? Because it's not about the food. It's not about the money. It's not about Instagram. It's not about these platforms of power. It's about the heart, the soul. He's always been on mission for that. That's why he put on flesh is to come for our hearts. It's like he goes, all right, I'll put on the costume. <laughs> right? Because this is just my costume. It's a good one, though. It's pretty unique. And so is yours. But it was never about what was on the outside, what was seen. It's about the unseen, the hidden places in our heart, the places where we bury our treasure, the places where we clench our fists and say, we praise God with our mouth, but our hearts are closed. So right now, free will offering, you guys. In the Old Testament, there were sacrifices of giving made you right with the Lord. Jesus fulfills all those sacrifices and we move into an era of the free will offering. Everything about the gospel's free will. You get to choose. Choose what's best. One is connected to your freedom. The other is connected to your fear. Choose. Free will offering. Offer up freely. Volunteer it. You can have it, Lord. Everyone just throw it at them. You get this, you get a car, and you get a car. It's like that. We're just throwing it all back to the Lord. Here's my money. Here's my shoes. Here's my robe. Here's my ring. Here's my platform. Here's my influence. Here's my looks. Here's my ability. All it. Just start casting at His feet. All of it. And I want the Lord to laugh and laugh and laugh and say, it's too good. Tell the people to stop. I need them to have some clothes on. <laughs> He's laughing. And the enemy runs, hides in shame. As we clothe the Lord in glory, honor, praise, the enemy in a corner, naked, trembling, shrinking. Come on. You're a giver. You're a giver. Say it. I'm a giver. I'm an extravagant giver. I'm a foolish giver. I hold on to nothing. I don't hold on to the joy or the suffering. I give it to the glory of God. I give it right back to the Lord. My money belongs to the Lord. And listen, listen to me. I'm just going to get practical here. When it comes to our money, it's the one place it's pretty concrete. Like, how do I measure 
giving my body to the Lord. I can't really do that. But when it comes to my money, I can measure it. And the Lord is very smart about that. He's not afraid of it. He just says, okay, that's a place that I can put my hand on that. I can put my thumb on that because we can measure that thing. So remember, when you take a test in school and you get a score back, that's good. You need to know out of 100%, what did I get, right? A person that gets a D, we're gonna have to assume you didn't study. The person that gets the A studied. They said, I'm gonna know this. God wants us to know Him, study Him, follow Him, learn from Him. We become the experts in knowing Him for our lives, knowing His voice. And we get a grade. There's nothing wrong with that. It's good, it measures, what am I, what am I thinking about? What have I committed myself to? Now with my money, I can measure that. I can tell you right now how much money's in my account. You guys, hear me. Don't turn me off here, because this is important. If you're holding back there, you can measure it and see it. And so the Lord doesn't say, I mean, He does. If you are run by money, He's going to ask for all of it, because it's the thing that motivates you. It's the thing. So you can, you, all these other things are kind of hinging on that one thing that you've made the most important thing, money, when it's supposed to be the Lord. So if you even think maybe it's there, start giving. Give in a way that makes it uncomfortable for you. So in the Old Testament, he said 10%, gave it a number, right? In the Old Testament, there's a lot of measurables. Do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that. So 10%. Now remember, Jesus doesn't abolish the law. He fulfills it. So 10% still holds true. Give 10%. Now, I'm telling you, listen to me. This is important because we are running in a world of materialistic consumption, obsession, idolatry, pursuits, possession. Like, all right, if I can't make my body thinner, well, then I'll dress it in pretty clothes, right? We just do that because we can see it. It's just a sign of a heart. Now, I'm not saying you can't dress pretty, but if it's trying to cover up something, the Lord says, take it off. Take it off. Wash your face. And so, giving where our money is, 10% was to start there. But if that doesn't make, if that makes, if that scares the poop out of you, great, start there. But in my own life, Here's how I practice money, because again, because it's a measurable, and I want the Lord to be able to look under everything and say, well done, good and faithful daughter. You listened to every word I said. Nothing more am I living for, nothing more. You listened to me, every word you listened. You didn't get it perfect, but you never gave up. And when it comes to my money, I go, okay, here's 10%, that's easy. I've just made that a lifestyle, easy, that's, that's a given. But then I always look and go, now what scares the poop out of me? <laughs> because that is God loving the hell out of me. That is still holding me from the biggest, fullest life that he's designed for me. Give, be a giver, be a giver.
be a giver. Give it all. Give him your worries. Give him your fears. Give him your money. Give him your power. Give him your pleasures of the flesh. Give him your made to give. This is the paramount sermon for you, I think, of revving the word. Be a giver. Give when you think you can't. Lean in when you think it's too far. Think bigger, broader, wider, because this is the love of God. Give. Be a giver. And I'm going to say it. This is a place where you are free to give here. Give. If you are being blessed in this, if you are growing in the Lord here, give in some way. Give. Be a giver. I'm not doing this for my own thing. I'm doing it because this makes you healthy. Become a partner with us. Do something. Give. Put your money somewhere today that's immeasurable. Be a giver. I need you here. We need you here. The church needs you, so give somewhere. Give to your church. Give. There's more than enough in the storehouses. Be a giver. This mission here needs you. It's way too big for me. I have no idea. But I'm this little girl with a big dream. And you listen, you're going to have to trust people with the end results. You trust God, love people. Trust God, love people. How about trust God with me and the vision? But give, give, give somewhere, give here, give. Power, possessions, and pleasures of the flesh. Make it so much that the Lord says, no more. You're making me laugh. It's too good. So God, take this message today. And we pray it makes you laugh. God, this, because we were willing to do and talk about hard things, radically different things in the world teaches us, Lord, that you will now do the work in us and change us, that we are not the same people who head out on this workout 30 or 40 minutes ago, God. We are not. Change us according to your great love. We are givers. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, wow.